You're listening to the American Journal of Perinatology podcast. This episode is another in our regular series, taking an in-depth look at the SMFM pregnancy meeting. To find out more about the meeting, go to www.smfm.org or go to the AJP homepage at www.tima.com forward slash AJP. speaker will be Dr. Sade. So I guess the reason I was asked to talk about this, well, first, let me say that UTMB receives funding from Sarah uh, for the trials that we do and we will be doing, but neither I nor <clears throat> anybody in my family uh, has any financial relationship with Sarah, the company that uh, I'll be talking about uh, for some time. I guess I was asked to present because of this paper that, you know, for once we, we developed, uh, we have a proteomic uh, marker for preterm birth and uh, for prediction of preterm birth. Just also to remind you that that manuscript and that study was the clinical validation, but there is also an analytical validation of the methods. I'm not going to go through the methods, but there is also an analytical validation component to all of this. So what I thought I'll do is I'll go over uh, the study quickly and then use it uh, as an example of uh, what really worked, uh, three overall big picture things that anybody doing proteomics uh, in predicting preterm birth should be thinking about. So the study was done, uh, was a prospective cohort uh, that was done at all of these centers, so it was a multi-center study, and we just happened to have the highest number of cases, uh, controls, that's why we were, I was the first author. And uh, in this study, pregnant women were enrolled between 17 and 28, six weeks. Very straightforward inclusion criteria. They were all singleton, obviously asymptomatic. We excluded multiple gestations and suspected or known fetal anomalies. The serum and plasma were uh, drawn and processed, uh, standard, and biobanked until they were analyzed at the end of the study. The serum and plasma were processed uh, in a refrigerated centrifuge, so that was something important whenever doing proteomic studies and how this will apply to uh, actual tests in the field, but that was at the time for the research, but again, now it's available without the refrigerated centrifuge. They were aliquoted, barcoded, and immediately frozen. There was also associated uh, information on the patient, demographic, uh, baseline characteristics, as well as the outcomes and the maternal and neonatal outcomes. That was the American Journal of Perinatology podcast. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about the journal at www.tima.com forward slash AJP or check out our Facebook and Twitter pages. If you enjoyed our podcast, please rate us on iTunes and join us next time.